This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast, the last one of the week. It's Friday the 19th of May and I'm afraid that, well, ahead of the weekend, I am feeling pretty glum. As you can tell, perhaps I'm back at Britain's busiest railway station, London Waterloo, which is also the home of the Great British Railways Transition Team. Yes, it is. These are the people who are going to be, we think, responsible for running Great British Railways. This was a Boris Johnson plan that actually reflects something that the rail industry has been calling for for ages. At the moment, it, everything's a bit of a muddle. You've got Network Rail, which is also headquartered here at London Waterloo, who run the infrastructure and organise stations and so on. And then you've got the train operators, all of whom are directed by the Department for Transport. There's also some open access operators who are private companies, but most of them are going to be um, companies like Southwestern Railway here at London Waterloo, like LNER, Avanti West Coast, GWR, all of those. The Department of Transport says, we want you to run these services. We want you to charge these fares. The fares are complete nonsense, as has been discussed many, many times before. You're going from London to Bristol. If you don't use the Didcot Dodge, you are paying too much money. It's a nonsense. So everybody um, agrees that uh, there has to be a guiding mind, a fat controller it's been described as, who keeps everything running sensibly. They would set timetables, they would collect fares, ticketing would be simplified. The, the whole idea is very long-standing, even though, of course, Boris Johnson's gone, as well as Grant Shapps, the um, Transport Secretary at the time. We've been through Liz Truss as Prime Minister and Anne-Marie Trevelyan, remember her, as Transport Secretary. We're now on to Rishi Sunak and Mark Harper. Now, Mark Harper has been convinced about the uh, wisdom of Great British Railways. Unfortunately, Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister, has very little but scorn for the rail industry. It is reported in The Times that basically he was during the COVID pandemic constantly complaining about the way that railways were moving fresh air around the country and costing billions of pounds. Well, so was I. It was pretty clear that there was so much money being pumped into keeping trains running for nobody that eventually they would hit a crunch. Anyway, we've hit that crunch. They're not going to find room in the um, next bout of legislation to establish Great British Railways. That's kicking the can down the road and um, 
it, because primary legislation is required, there is not any priority for the railways before the next election, which means that we're, I guess, without wishing to make too many political predictions, looking at what the, the Labour Party is proposing. And, well, it's slightly difficult. They are definitely saying that they want to have a uh, that that um, the Labour government and this is the Shadow Transport Secretary Louise Haig speaking. The next Labour government will reform our railways, bringing operators into public ownership as contracts expire, build the infrastructure fit for the century ahead, unlocking jobs and growth. They've also said they will build HS2 in full, including the bit two leads. We shall see about that. I hope they are correct. But of course, much can happen between now and then. Department for Transport says, meanwhile, it's committed to Great British Railways and insists legislation will be brought forward when parliamentary time allows. Well, that's what the Times is saying. Um, the excellent transport correspondent Ben Clapworthy there. And it's pretty dismal news. And it comes on top of other dismal news, which is that there is going to be a strike by members of the RMT union on the 2nd of June. That means that pretty much all the way through from the 31st of May, that's Wednesday in 12 days time, through to uh, Cup Final and Epsom Derby Day, the 3rd of June, there will be disruption mostly across England. Who knows where it's going to go and how it's going to end. I am, I'm afraid, quite glum and the continued erosion of customer confidence which the strikes are bringing about combined with the disdain that the Prime Minister has for the railways by these accounts makes me fearful that uh, well unfortunately we might go back into managed decline. I hope your weekend is full of the opposite of managed decline, which I guess is unmanaged success or whatever. But uh, meanwhile, thank you very much indeed for listening. I'll be back again on Monday. Have a very good weekend. Goodbye.